Hey, thanks for tuning in to German Chocolate, Life of a Mixed Girl. I'm Jessica Vivian, a.k.a. German Chocolate. And if you're watching, you see I have another friend with me today. Today, on the episode called Booking Queen, which you'll find out why in a moment, I have Nina Vu Matlock, a Vietnamese actress who travels between L.A., Atlanta, Tampa, Orlando, and all of those cities for work. She is the booking queen, if you want to find her on Instagram, at nina.vuuu, so triple U. <laughs> she is also a mom and a wife, and she has a ton of hobbies, such as dancing, horseback riding, surfing, and golf. OMG, I already don't know how I do everything. I don't know how you do everything, but... Hello, also from the car today, after her horse riding lesson. Hi, Nina. Hi, Jessica. How are you today? <laughs> really good. I've been so excited because as we're, um, you know, trying to do this between uh, conflict, you know, work-related or mom-related things, it's already hard as an adult to, like, <laughs> like meet and do things. I'm so happy we got this uh, on the books today. Woohoo! How was your Finally. lesson? <laughs> uh, my lesson was good. Actually, today is my first horseback riding and my first horseback riding lessons in LA because I've been taking them back in Florida. And finally, I found an affordable place for LA because everything here is just so expensive. I can only imagine. Where in in Florida? In Tampa? You ride horses in Tampa? Tampa? Yes. Huh, I didn't mm -hmm. even know we had a place here. I'm learning so much. I lived in the Orlando area before, so I moved to the Tampa Bay area uh, officially a little over two years ago, but I've been back and forth between Orlando and Tampa for over three years now, and I still don't know that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So I mean, Tampa is really broad, so uh, you would only find a place if you're actually looking for it. So. That makes sense. So have you been uh, horseback riding for a while, or is that something you just recently started? So as a full-time actress, I dedicated myself to learn at least three new skills or three new uh, sports every year. So last year, I learned tennis, golf, and horseback riding. So I started from last year and keep it going until this year. So it's been a year and a half, yeah. That's awesome that you say that because I also have an episode about, you know, setting goals for the year, setting a roadmap, uh, quarterly goals, and then making sure I do them. So that's really interesting. What made you decide to do three a year and how is it going for you having goals? So I think one is too little, two, maybe I'm still bored, but three is a good number. <laughs> I don't want to do more than three because first is really expensive um and i do want to focus on those three so i can get better at it and even though i say three a year this year the new skills that i just learned is surfing because i do want to continue to practice on my golf tennis and horseback riding skills so so for the past two and a half years i have been adding about four new skills into my portfolio that's freaking awesome. I'm like a person, I, I'm like, I love to learn and I'm always curious, but there's just never enough time. So last year in the summer, I got uh, laid off from a tech company I worked for full time, which was very remote, very flexible. And then this, and then I was laid off for four months. So I focused fully on my acting career, but then, you know, I needed money. So <laughs> I got a job yeah, in January. I mean... 
being financially stable and um, okay, being financially stable is helpful because these courses are not cheap. I mean, we can find a cheap way to learn it, but to actually learn it good, especially for acting. Each acting class can cost you up to two hundred dollars to five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars a workshop, and even though those are the money that you invest into yourself, and you will make the money back in the future, but out of this moment, we need that money, and it's not just for class and for skills. We have to pay our bills and do other things yep. as well. And there's always mm-hmm. something like uh, now, especially adding、um, acting on the resume. So the way that ha- happened for me was I was looking for a local voiceover agent because it's like the radios and stuff. They need stuff here too, so it has to be something. So I emailed、mm-hmm. Level. <laughs> they were my first agency here, and、um, okay, and, and Brittany like sent me a message right back. She's like, "Oh my God, we don't really do voiceover, but we have a German client." Do you do on camera? And I was like, I've done a commercial before, and like as a teenager, I did some stuff. But、mm-hmm. she's like, send me a self tape. So here I go, and I have like this picture. I'm wearing like pajama shorts, but up top all professional, <laughs> two ring lights. <laughs> and、of、then、course. she was like, all right, here's your welcome package. And I I had just taken a, a acting class for um. A business for actors, and there came with a consultation at the end. I was like, "Oh my God, Law!、Ooh. I just got a on-camera agent." She's like, "Hey, we're going to LA in a few weeks. If you want to be put in the pile to go to LA to do,、uh, it's like commercial, theatrical, and VO with the casting directors training and a showcase with agents and managers."、Um, put your pile in. We're selecting a few people, and then I got that. And then because I was laid off, I was like a week later, I was in LA. <laughs> And then it just spiraled. I was like, "Okay, I'm in it for the ride." That's awesome. <laughs> it's a it's 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 a way that the universal sends signal to you that hey, it's time to to do something about it. One hundred. So that leads me to the question: How did you get into acting? And was it theatrical or theater or commercial first? Um. So I was a child actor back in Vietnam. That's where I'm originally from. Um, but back there, you you have to have three things to stay in the entertaining industry. You have to be really pretty, you have to be really rich, or you have to be very talented. I wasn't that talented back then. I'm not really considered pretty because of my darker skin. Because I mean, in Asia, we prefer、um, mm-hmm. brighter skin, and I came from a poor family back then. So I stopped acting. I mean, my mom and dad made me stop acting and、uh, make me play sports instead. But I mean, it was great. It is is a it was better career choices for me back then because back then I compete professionally for my national team in chess and table tennis, which、nice. gave me a lot of opportunities to travel around Asia and to speak English. And because I speak English. Well, I got a scholarship to Arkansas, so I spent six years. My first six years in the U.S., I lived in Arkansas. Oh my god! And that's when I met my husband, and he's a journalist in the Air Force. So in the so in the Air Force, you have the GI Bill where you、mm-hmm. can go study for free. So he learned cinematography from Full Sail University in Orlando, and he, of course, he needed someone to. Be in front of him for him <laughs> to do the assignments and all of that. So of course, I mean, I'm already there. Let me do it. 
and it brought back the love of acting into Aww. me. And back at that time, yeah, I was like 24, 25. We already had a kid. And mm, I have a stable job now. I have a, a good family, a kid. Maybe it's time for me to release my dream, my childhood dream. But is it too late? Because I feel like you have to start from the very bottom, from mm-hmm. the very young. And I'm 24, 25. Who's going to hire me? And, of course, I did not know what the market in the U.S. need. But we it's, it's one step at a time. I started taking classes for a good six months and then started fighting some little commercials on the Facebook casting calls group, build enough portfolio, and start reaching out for agencies. And now I'm represented by different agencies in uh, Florida, South Florida, Atlanta, and Southeast, and also in L.A. Um, my expertise is commercial, but I moved to L.A. to do more TV and films. It's not happening yet, but it's I'm It's a good time for you, though, because it is, um, you know, how it was for the black community when they finally introduced more, you know, black people as, like, main characters. Then they were, like, more females. And now, you know, with yeah. a lot of the really good Asian films that came out, especially, oh, my God, now I'm, like, blanking, the everything everywhere at the same time. Yeah, that was... yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. now they're really looking... Um, for more it's a, it could be a really good time the universe was on your side too with everything it's like amazing and I, I love that so you too. share that because it's really never too late like same thing I always wanted to be a singer I wanted to be an entertainer and then at some point they were like okay you need to decide on a career in Germany they're also very strict seventh grade they're like okay think about it now <laughs> and then still I was still singing but eventually I was like okay now I grew up yeah, I'm not like a great singer, just like with talent, but I am passionate about it and I sing in like musical and stuff. So mm-hmm. I-, I can, but I'm not, I'm good. I can do it, but I'm not like the best. Okay. And so people, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. That's my passion. Yeah, it's my passion. So singing was funny because when I was in LA, one of the agents, because they do like this like blind date when you do these showcases, you talk with every agent one on one, you have like bing and then next agent and one of them was like, I think he was actually from one of the big agencies that are in, in LA and Atlanta. And um, he was like, oh, singer, all singers end up being voice actors. <laughs> And he was a commercial agent, so it was uh, it was really funny. And that's when I learned, yeah, it has to do with the voice. I just love really how that it feels when the voice comes out, the emotions that there are. And what I loved about voice acting when I got started in that is I don't need eye lines. I don't need to worry about other things. I can act behind the mic and bring real emotions. But my dream character would still be a character that also sings. So I'm still hoping Rainbow High or something. <laughs> <laughs> Something is we can all have a hope. Hope is free. Dreams are free. Dreams oh, uh, all for it. And just like you, I set my goals, like what classes I want to take, what I want to do, budget mm-hmm. for the year. So this summer, that wasn't so much because in October, I'm flying to LA to do like a four day camp. It's like an Idlewood. So I have to take like a two hour drive down south from LA when I get there. Oh. It's like a camp retreat where it's all about voice acting, video games. And I d- actually didn't even know they're inviting like agents and managers and casting directors there. I was just going there to this learn because awesome. the casting director, she's like freaking the bomb so i wanted to learn from how did you find something like that 
Honestly, on uh, going to conferences, I went to the Atlanta um, Voiceover Conference in March, and I learned I like met a bunch of people and, and what niche I was in. I was in trying to figure it out, and that's uh, when I knew. And then I followed that person, and she has like a a network, and they partner with someone. So yeah, but it's it's definitely that's harder cool. on this end to like connect with people virtually. I'm like someone you meet in person, and then we're like cool. But virtually, you can't be like, "Hey, what's up?" It's just creepy and awkward, <laughs> right? But uh, I'm curious. I saw that you're uh, you're SAG eligible. It's like the dream to be because you can do both at the same time. What was the project that you worked on that uh, got you the SAG E status? Was it a commercial or was it something else? So they are all commercials. Um, the first one was just back in January. So I've been acting for about three and a half years and uh, like part time. But then last April was when I quit my corporate job to do it full time. Um, it's been okay, but I've never, thank you, but I've never really got a SAC gig before until this year. Was it the um, WWE so in- commercial? No, it was not. <laughs> it was just a regular commercial, but I love it though. I, 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 I love it. Uh, uh, the fun fact my mom saw it in vietnam <gasps> it's aired in vietnam too so it's aired internationally get out but was it a sac commercial was that a non-union commercial it was not it was it's non-union really yeah, so mm-hmm. so the first one was with a pharmaceutical company back in january the second one was in february for mercedes-benz battery but i Ooh. was just a backup actor it was a stack. Mm-hmm. It was a stack commercial, so um, that's counted the second one, even though I just was a backup. And the third one was for a Jeep commercial that aired during March Madness. So those three was the reason why that I become tacky. Oh, but is it different for commercials? Like, don't you have like a, a minimum until you have to join when you must join for commercials? So I call Stack and talk to them, and they say that. I can still do the next deck, but after that next deck, I will have to join. Okay, it's a must, must join. join. Yeah. But I mean, that's only if you're in LA or New York or other states. I believe that if you do it in Florida or Georgia, you don't have to. But don't quote me on that. Yeah, I, I don't know because um, I just did a, I did a headshot session this weekend, and it was with an actress, and she's FICOR, which if you don't live in the major markets, for a lot of people, that's the only option because there are not a lot of SAG right. jobs, which that's what I was curious about. If you had to go SAG, and now obviously, especially if you want to do theatrical, that's like awesome then. But um, for me, it's the same because all the voiceover jobs, you know, that you really want, they're all SAG. So the best case is to be SAG-E and get in, which why I was trying to do background work this year and then all of the stuff happened that happened this year. There's no acting jobs this year. But um, mm-hmm. is there enough uh, SAC commercial work in the Southeast? Have you noticed that you've been getting now a good mix of SAG and non-union or is it mostly non-union here? I feel like I get more SAC auditions in the beginning of the year. Mm. This time of the year, I feel like more non-SAC. I've, I've been auditioned for two SAC commercials for the past one or two months, but I didn't get booked for it. But I feel like more SAC commercials was aired or being recorded at the beginning of the month. I thought right around now, all the holiday stuff was going to start coming That's in. 
it's, it's, it seems to be a little slow on, on that end, but. Or, or no. maybe I get, I did not get requested for it. So, yeah. There have been a few projects where I'm always excited when you say you're coming to the area. It's like, I wonder if you're getting a, one of the roles for something I auditioned to. We, I don't think we like are on the same, uh, not the same roles, but we would have been in the same project. So I saw you did one in Orlando, a medical something. <laughs> and I saw you posted uh -huh. with someone that was wearing a doctor's coat. I was like, oh, I think that person got the role that I auditioned for, which is really cool to see. I see some people on TikTok mm -hmm. doing this. Like, I auditioned for this, who who ended up getting it? And you see it's a yeah. completely different type. So it has nothing, we already know most of the time, it has nothing to do with our acting or anything, mm -hmm. but how they fit together. And I was like, I think the one girl or woman that you took a photo with, I was like, I think she got that one role that was so awkward to audition for, but I had so much fun. I found like an appreciation for commercials. You know, everybody hates commercials. Like, oh, commercial! Now I gotta wait. Now I'm like watching them and I'm trying to see. That's okay, this I'm one has a lot. Yep, I'm gonna say and watch it. I was like, did I audition for this one? Did I say those lines? <laughs> oh my god, I did say those lines. Wait, what? They chose that person? Yeah. No, she deserved it. No, no, I should be. No, but no. Yeah, yeah. I have. I like. I have a mixed feelings. Where I also, see it. It should be me. But sometimes you're like, hmm, good choice, good choice. I feel like it's also, you can tell, okay, this are people, you know, sometimes they're like, you're just going to be in the background or maybe it's like no lines, all improv. So when I see it, I was like, oh, it took them a lot. This one might've been a no callback, just straight in. This one probably had like a few callbacks. So they'll watch it. And, and I'm like, before, it's just so funny how you can enjoy commercials now because. <laughs> yeah, because you look at it in like in a very different perspective and yeah. So on the WWE commercial, I'm sure you didn't, but I'm curious. Did you really wax the wrestler? It looked so real. Oh, hell yes. Oh, my God. And we waxed him so much that he bleed. Oh, it looked so real. My mom was like, there's no way. I was like, I'm pretty sure he was waxed, but I don't know, like, legally, if you're, like, allowed as an actor to wax. So the hair wasn't real, but the waxing is real. It's skin is on the skin. Oh. On the skin, Boop. and the one that we got him in the nipples is real. Oh my god, uh, I feel hurt. I felt so hurt when we filmed that, and I think we had to do it twice. Uh, oh, I feel hurt just to think about it right now. <laughs> it it just <laughs> looked so real. I like had to know. It's so nice to like it inside. It was real. <laughs> it was real. So my major question with you, I mean for if like i said if you're not following her you really should it's, it shows so much behind the scenes and also all the traveling because you have kids you have your husband where's your home base is it atlanta um so i consider myself a florida uh home-based actor because i mean my own property is in tampa and my husband and our daughter used to live there for a little bit and i had our daughter for the first three years of her life but since I quit my corporate job, I wasn't sure if I'm able to uh, take care of her financially. So my husband stepped in, took her to Georgia, where he stationed at. Oh, he's still in and the military. Yes, he's in the Air Force. Oh, yes, nice. I'm sorry, not stationed because stationed is active duty. That's where he's he he assigned. He, yeah. he works at the base there, so he has been taking care of her for me to live my dream. So I am who I am today is, is big thanks to my husband and my mother-in-law because 
they had been helping a lot. Um, I like love that. Without my, my boyfriend, so I, I couldn't do it either. So I love that you're open about it because I know there's a lot of guilt for us moms, you know, trying to mm -hmm. live our dreams. Like right now, like I'm in here, it's like, all right, you you can eat your pizza in the room today. Have fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm doing this podcast, yeah. which is part of, you know, our brand development, what we do. So I love that you're saying this because it's an appreciation for your child in that sense too to see you can li live your dreams so to, your home base is here but how do you you know how it is in commercial more than theatrical you get something you audition sometimes they give you less than 24 hours they're like hey tomorrow morning it's like 5 p.m <laughs> like how do you plan for um, those things most of the time i have two to three days notice the worst one was just the day before, but I was able to catch my flight back. And um, in L.A., I just moved to a place that right next to the airport. Nice. So I can fly back anytime. The reason why I live in L.A. is because I want to get closer to uh, TV and theatricals. Mm -hmm. Hollywood is here. And also L.A. is open back up to in-person casting, in-person auditions. Nice. So I have to live here. So if I have an audition tomorrow, I can go to it. But then for Florida and for Southeast Georgia, I get two, three day to one week notice. Hey, you get booked for this. So I only fly back when I'm sure that I got booked. Okay, because I've been wondering, because I, I mean, it can interfere with the, you know, availabilities. You're like, all right, you know, I learned at first I would be like, well, I can't take this one because I already said I'm available for that one. But I mean, the chances to get it are so low. Now I'm just like, if I like the job, I'm like available, 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 available. <laughs> And worry about mm -hmm. it later. But, but yeah, yeah. you're doing That's so true. well with the way you're like, okay, this weekend I'm going to fly here and then I'm going to fly back. Especially with the airlines, it has been so crazy the last few years that they're constantly canceling and there's no other flight. So have you had a situation where you w weren't able to make it? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not on <laughs> Not yet. Thankfully, and I always try to fly back at least two days prior. Nice. Okay. So that's why I have not had that issue yet, but hopefully not in the future either. Yeah. Or I may have to buy a helicopter for myself. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm in a situation where I was like, they were like, the flight is leaving. We can't check in. And there was like a whole bunch of issues with that shuttle we had. My sister and I were trying to go on a momcation. Mm -hmm. It's been like years. I had just moved back. And uh, and I picked a place to park that wasn't too far from the airport, but you had to shuttle. And I checked specifically yes. that at least every 15 minutes a shuttle comes. But for some reason that day, it's half not... an hour didn't come, didn't come. We get there. They're like, sorry, we're already checking in for another flight. I was like, I don't care if you lose my luggage. We are not missing this flight. I was like, you don't understand. We got kids at home. We want to go to Vegas. <laughs> and like, I convinced the lady, my sister to this day still says, I don't even know how you did it. I turned around and whatever. You're like, we got it. And they're like, well, you have two and a half minutes to like get through TSA. And I was like, we can do it. And we're like, it was wow. so cool. The people let us up front. And I was like, we made it. And then I forgot there was a shuttle at the Orlando airport that you first have to take the shuttle to the gates. I was like, oh my God, we still got to take the shuttle. And then the shuttle arrives and I'm like running in heels and my sister's like taking off her flip flops. And I swear this is very true. There was a lady in a wheelchair going, you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, I That's felt funny. like in the movie and we made it just on time. Oh They're like, we God. were just about to close the gate, but we made it to Vegas. 
Good for y'all. Good for y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was hectic. And I'm, I hate that feeling of have to rush through the airport. It's so, it's heartbroken. It's, it's just like your adrenaline is there and you, and then you try to get this and do that and make sure that you don't forget your laptop and the TSA and. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. I just finally but, uh, applied for, for pre-check. So hopefully it'll be really only I the tried few days. to do that, but um, they didn't let me get into a booking. Uh, I'm sorry, like um, to meet the, like the, the place appointment. To, yeah. Yeah, I did it. I did it here, and even though it was like two weeks away, so I, I did it like last week. And next week I have my appointment. It's a weird time, but I'll make it work. And then I was like, I was like, it should be fine until October, because they say three to five days, up to sixty. My mom did it, and she said it really didn't take long in the Tampa area. So maybe like you also want to do it when you're down here, because it seems to be okay with the different areas where they when they give you access but i'm looking forward to be at least like where you are on that sense i i honestly i never thought of anything of commercials but that would be such a nice way to segue in to make some nice cash because it pays better than some of the other things to support you know voice acting and if eventually i were to get into theatrical it would be nice but i think i'm for me, I'm starting out, I'm keeping my voice acting journey with commercial. And if it happens within the next couple of years to get more and more into theatrical, fine. I did some reels. But for now, my main focus is on voice acting and getting commercial jobs. I want to be traveling how you're traveling. I'm like, you're a real inspiration to where I feel like it's good to know. You said about three and a half years. It's really what people say a lot of times. I'm like two years in officially full voice acting and I joined uh, Level Talent last November uh, for commercial and I finally, I didn't submit to too many things at first, but this year I've been going hard and I booked two jobs with them in like May Woo! and now I'm always like, I was like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> now I'm like got the itch. <laughs> That's awesome. So I hope one day with all of the things uh, that we're submitting for, since we're not always in the same, like I can play in like the little older category too. So I feel like when they always looking for 20s, 30s and 30s, 40s, that hopefully we'll end up on set one day together. I'm like, oh, you're here. You're here. I was like, sweet. Mm -hmm. That would be great. <laughs> oh, man. But I know you're in the car and uh, you just came from your lesson and um I'm just so happy that we get to see each other face to face to share your story, which is so unique to you as well. You know, coming from Vietnam as a child actor and all of the things you faced, you know, not being in those categories you talked about coming to America, not even thinking about, you know, that finding your dream later as a mom, full on adult, which I can relate to. And a lot of people, especially in the voice acting industry, too, and now really met that point where you could say cool full time and you're doing it and you're showing it so whenever you feel like blah always think people are looking up to where you are at this point i'm one of those people and i'm super thank excited you. that you thank are you on so much. <laughs> thank you so much Jessica. so really, stay on really for nice a moment for me real quick but for everybody else or for you listening very if you're listening all by yourself <laughs> uh, <laughs> say bye to nina and we'll see you next time. <laughs>